Yo, Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 141. We sitting in the catbird seat today, sitting at 2 and 0. The D boys sitting at 2 and 0, running shit. Whiskey Sick Podcast, Seth Gecko, chilling with the homie, the quadruple champ. Hit him with that theme music. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies I'm about to slay Got my cape on with some napalm Shots of days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, miss, like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine, like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain, even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off. Love that chick of Molotov while she's on the side Hating faded lane on the pavement Wasting all of my patience Come on, you gotta go Go ahead, put your bad self You gotta get up I'll beg, but I'll ask now Come on and get up All the edge with my hands out You gotta get up Just that got me down Motherfucker, get up Go ahead, put your bad self You gotta get up I'll beg, but I'll ask now Come on and get up All the edge with my hands out You gotta get up Just that got me down Why don't you get up? What the fuck is up and what the fuck you got to say now? All you motherfuckers, D-boy hating every fucking day of your life. Now you sitting there staring up at us, looking up at us at 2-0. 2-0. You go and beat the world champs. Opening night, you beat the champs. You are the champs. I don't give a fuck what you said. Oh, what did the scoreboard say? That was a moral victory like the world has never witnessed before. That moral victory did more for us than any actual real victory could have done for us. So we sit at 2-0, and oh, motherfuckers. It took the refs to cheat us. And then we go in. We go into to D-Boys Stadium. The second junior, if you will. In L.A., we own SoFi Stadium. We roll up in there and eat the fucking Chargers' ass. Oh, the refs this, the refs that. I don't give a fuck. You know, Matt, how many times on this here podcast I've sat here and been shit on by the fucking refs? You think I want to hear? You think a D-Boy fan is going to listen to that shit? Yeah, it's your damn mind. Ate the Chargers' ass. Could have been a lot worse. Should have been a lot worse. Mike McCarthy out there fucking looking like a COVID snack. Sweating greasy. Trying to throw the game away at the end. Trying. 33 seconds on the clock. He lets it roll down to three. And settles for a 56-yard field goal to end the game on some dumb shit. Now, I will say this. It kind of seems like Greg the Leg is better with the long field goals than he is the short ones. This motherfucker, last week, uh, opening night, missed an extra point in a 30-yarder. 
and a 60-yarder, but I'll give you a pass on a 60-yarder, even though he has like two over 60-yard kicks last year. He had a 64-yard kick. He tied the fucking record. This dude hit that 56-yard uh, that field goal like it wasn't shit. There was no doubt about it. As soon as he kicked it, I was like, we fucking won. But he cost us the game though the week before. It's, it's fucking unbelievable. But like I said, moral victories count way more than actual uh, uh, victories. We sitting at 2-0. That gives a fuck. I'm out here ticker taping when we beat the Chargers. I was out there ticker taping eating handfuls of horse shit like an Eagles fan. Tipping over uh, Buka de Beppo dumpsters, setting them on fire. I don't give a fuck. We hadn't beat the goddamn Chargers since 2006. And as you know, this here podcast takes place in Sandy, Sandy, Lego, my motherfucking Ego, bitch. The former home. Of the San Diego Chargers. I still calling them the San Diego Chargers. I don't give a fuck. They over there renting that fucking room in the basement at SoFi Stadium. I will give them. I gave them their props. And fans went out there and, and, and manhandled Rams fans during that preseason game. They went out there and, and Uncle filled these motherfuckers by the seat of their pants and threw them out their own fucking pad. Imagine tossing your your, your fucking landlord out the fucking pad. That's what these motherfuckers came in here on some on some on some 2021 shit. They ain't fucking playing the Chargers. That was a solid team we just beat. Held them to 17 points. We looking we looking greasy. We looking good. Wait until you see what we do to the Eagles. Wait until you see what the fuck we got in store for the Eagles. I mean, if you've seen the first two weeks, you can say that the Cowboys, the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC East, and that ain't even uh, fucking close. We haven't even got Zeke going yet. We got Tony Pollard, Pollard running out the uh, uh, fucking up the wazoo. You know, for the 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 first couple weeks, this shit looks wide open. I don't I don't know. You know, the Bucks are probably the best team. Uh, but since we beat them, we rocking the belt. So I don't know what the fuck you, to tell you about that. Uh, but you know, AB was 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 fucking had us up on that koala station in that in that first in the family room uh, in, in that first half. He 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 was going to fucking town. Had our fucking heels pinned over our heads. You know what I mean? Powdering us up wasn't a good look. But. Uh, Held that team to 31 points. Should have been more like 49. But had some had four turnovers. Forcing turnovers. Let's see what we got on this week. So what what, what do you got in the AFC? You know, Chiefs, whatever. You know, they just got beat by the by the uh, Ravens. Great game. Ravens tried to give them that, uh, that game. Down 11 late. Came back and won that game. Homie fumbling at the end of that shit. Listen, all these primetime games, except for the, the, the Packers and whoever the fuck they played. Who did they play recently? Last, last was it Monday? Packers and, and, and the Lions. Other than that fucking game, all these primetime games, the ones on Thursdays, the one on Mondays. Well, I guess last night's game wasn't. It started off looking good. All those games were pretty solid. Raiders looking good. I like the Raiders in that division. We're going to see what the Chargers got. Yo, simmer down over here, young man. We're over here rocking with the trip with the quadruple champ. We got Moody Hank over in the corner over there. He's wilding out over here. He's on some wild shit, so don't don't mind him. Um, but you know we got Chargers, 
Um, what the hell is going on here? I'm trying to get these uh, week threes up. Uh, we got Chargers versus uh, Chiefs this weekend. Big game right there. I, listen, I think, you know, Derek Carr's balling right now. But he did that last year. He did that, you know, he's done that a couple times and then falls apart late in the season on that Russell Wilson shit. First half of the season is always Russell Wilson's going to finally win the MVP. Russell Wilson's finally going to win the MVP. Eh, wrong. Wrong. Then homie fucking, uh, uh, you know, turns into uh, Eddie Bravo's best fucking evidence uh, for, for flat earth because this motherfucker falls off the face of her. Face of it. Him and Derek Carr falling off the face of the fucking earth. Flat Earth, flat Earthers, wet dream over there and shit. Uh, so Panthers and Texans were last night. That shit was whack. Everybody talking about Sam Darnold. This, this dude's whack. They fucking playing whack ass squads. Sam Darnold ain't shit. He's got a little. He's got a couple more weapons. At uh, DJ Moore, kids a fucking beast. He went off last night, uh, but you know whatever. When they play real, we got we got them. Their next game is against the the D boys. We on Monday night, and then we coming up on that short week. Fucking bibs on. The NFL tried to they tried to bury us, motherfuckers. They tried to 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 uh uh what's his name uh, uh what, what was it the, the homie with the uh, Geraldo uh uh. Jimmy Hoffa. They tried to Jimmy Hoffa. They tried to Jimmy Hoffa us. Bury us where nobody could fucking find us. Sending us to the champions, world champions in, in Tampa Bay to play at the world champions opening night. Then sending us clear across the country to our, 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 our fucking uh, Airbnb that we own and operate that is SoFi Stadium. Send us all the way across the country to play at Chargers, solid fucking team over there. Two cross-country away games to start the motherfucking season. They tried to bury us. They tried to Jimmy Hoffa us, and still we come away the come away from the rubble, dusting ourselves off at two and zero. Oh. We got Washington at Bills this weekend. Washington ain't shit. That Heineke kid can play though. Probably the best thing that happened to him was Fitzpatrick going down. They still got a dope defense, even though they're not playing very well right now. You know, they they were that game against the the Giants was fucking. It was a dope game. That was a dope game. Uh, you know, Giants actually looked you know played pretty well too. But I mean, everybody's eating that that Washington D ass in this, these first two weeks. It is a fucking twenty four hour buffet over there. Uh, Doggy take-home bags, fucking doggy bags, encouraged. Bears versus Browns. Justin Fields starting for the first time in his career. That's a, that's a fucking stomping. That's uh, some American History X shit right there. Mouth on the curb shit. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say it. Justin Fields ain't it. Ain't going to be it. Sorry. Now, I guess, it, you know, hey... Uh, uh, Red Rifle ain't it either. I guess he got hurt or some shit. Uh, Andy Dalton, I don't know what's going on with him. Um, but this this dude Justin Fields, he ain't it. You can tell. You can tell most of the time. You can tell. You can take a, a one or two looks at the at, at somebody and be like, yeah, they can be shit or they're not gonna be shit. 
Sam Darnold ain't going to be shit. Zach Wilson, who took over for Sam Darnold, ain't going to be shit. Tua, he's kind of an on-defenser, but more than likely he's leaning towards ain't going to be shit. What saved Lamar is that he has the legs. If he didn't have the legs, you know, his passing ain't going to be shit. You know, these dudes, when you've seen him complete passes, motherfuckers are wide-ass open. He ain't threading the needle. He ain't making dime passes every once in a while. But, you know, he's got it. He's dope because of his, his run game opens up. It's like, it's like having dope leg kicks. You have dope leg kicks, it opens up your hands. This dude has, has the running game, it opens up his passing game. So he's got that extra benefit to make up for some holes in his game. Justin Fields ain't it. Browns going to eat that ass. Ravens, Lions, Ravens. Easy, easy. Lamar's going to go off. Colts, Titans. Uh, Colts starting off 0-3. Uh, Wentz, I think he's, uh, is he hurt again or some shit? I don't even know what's going on. Titans, you know, finally came back, had a big win against uh, the Seahawks last weekend. Chargers, Chiefs. You know, the Chargers play the, play the Chiefs tough every fucking year. Every, I think they get them. I think they get them. I think you're going to see the Chiefs start at 1-2. and two. Give me the Chargers. Saints. Patriots. This is a tough one. You know, Jameis Winston came out fucking willy-nilly. Uh, Oprah, you get a touchdown. You get a touchdown in that first fucking uh, uh, season, uh, in that first week. But last week, he looked like diggity dog shit. That's, that's been the story of his whole career. This dude threw for, you know, has thrown for over 5,000 yards, I think, like twice in his career. He led the league, like, uh, the last year he started at, at Tampa Bay. So, uh, over a little over a year ago. He just also threw 30 interceptions. Uh, Patriots are going to find a way to win that fucking game. Give me the Patriots. Falcons, Giants, fucking shit bowl of the fucking week. Uh, the Giants are going to win that game. Bengals, Steelers, give me the Bengals. Cardinals, Jaguars, easy. Cardinals on some shit. Uh, Kyler Murray, see, you look at Kyler Murray, that dude's got it. That dude's got a, uh, he's fucking Mega Man arm over there. He's got a little fucking cannon. This dude's a Mega Man. He barely has any arm motion. That ball's a fucking rocket. And he can run. That dude's a beast. Um, Cardinals, easy on that shit. Listen, so that brings you to, to, to Mr. Uh, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. He ain't got it, B. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. He ain't it. That ain't it, boss. That ain't it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you got uh, uh, Blake Portals uh, 2.0 over here. Okay, maybe he's a okay. Let's let's say uh, 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 um, who's that other cat's name? You bitch, you Minshew. He's a, he might be you bitch, you Minshew. Minshew might be better than this dude. And I think did they get rid of uh, Minshew? Didn't they trade him or some shit? I don't know where the fuck that homie's at, but you need to bring him back because Trevor Lawrence, that ain't it, boss. Uh, Jets, Broncos, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, diggity dog shit, stepped in, Garbino Garbage, Broncos winning that shit, Dolphins, Raiders, Raiders winning that shit, Bucks, Rams, this is the shit right here, man. This is, this is, this is, this is, you know, uh, if it wasn't for the D-Boys, uh, you know, this would, this could be, you know, the, the NFC Championship game. But the NFC Championship game is going to be a rematch between the Bucks and the Cowboys. 
uh, we'll probably beat the Rams on the way to that game. Uh, give me the Bucks away, their first away game. See, you see, the, you see this cupcake shit, this cupcake ass schedule that the Bucks got. They played their toughest game the first game of the year, and that's it. And then this game, and that's it. That's their two toughest games of the year. Seahawks, Vikings, Vikings 0-2, man. I'm going, I'm going Seahawks. Give me the Hawks. Uh, Packers, Niners. Aaron Rodgers was throwing some fucking dimes last week, man. He looked, he looked like a, a fuckboy extraordinary. He looked like a fuckboy with a cape on. Super fuckboy. The first, or week one. I mean, he looked like a, a dick in the dirt. Dick dastardly, dick in the dirt. Fucking snuffleupagus, hyper-ass motherfucker in, that, in, in week one. Like, homie was on, on, on the fucking steps of the Capitol protesting or some shit. This dude was protesting playing over there. On, on some I don't want to be here shit. And some 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 seven-year-old shit. I'm just going to pout because I didn't get my way shit. But then he came out last week and throwing like 65-yard fucking dimes down the field. Fucking that, that bomb he threw down the sidelines. God damn, that shit was... He's dope when he wants to be. You just, but you cut your goddamn hair, homie. Yo, simmer down, son. You gotta simmer down. My man out here looking like a transient, looking like a Vietnam vet. I mean, fucking just hand him the cardboard. Come on, son. Packers win that game. Eagles, Cowboys, you already know what time it is, son. You already know what time it is. We ticker taping every time we play the Eagles and beat their ass. Give me the Cowboys. You already fucking know that. Uh, there you have it. We picking all the games. We gonna pick. We got UFC 266 this weekend too. We picking all the games. We picking all the fights, homies. I didn't put my picks on wax, wax last week, um, but I was nine four and one. Week before that, I was awful. I think I went four and five. And there was only like nine fights. Yeah, it was four and five the week before that. But the week before that, I was like eleven and two. So. We coming out on top with this shit. Uh, it's good to have the uh, NFL back. Nothing like football season. Still chonies and chanclas out here. Uh, chonies and, and murder champs out here in, uh, in in Dago Bitch, California. It's starting to cool up a little bit, but we just went through like some 100-degree weather out here. Um, so ass nap, ass nap season. Uh, looking like it might be coming to an end. You know, looking, starting to look like a little bit of fall coming into here. So, you know, maybe we fold away and, uh, you know, stock up for next year. Um, but dope so far. The, the NFL season, like I said, this shit is wide open. I don't know who wins that shit, especially on the AFC side. I don't think, I don't think the Chiefs are the shoeing. I don't, at, at not, not right now. Maybe, you know, here in a few weeks they'll, you know, get their shit, you know, going. That defense is easy. You, you can score on that defense. Um. You know, the Raiders, to me, right now, to me, look like the best team in, in that division. Um, but, you know, that can change easy. That that changes, that, you know, the whole landscape will change. You know, I think the Browns are still in the mix. I picked the Browns and the and the Bills. I picked the Bills in the Super Bowl my, my preseason. Yeah, my preseason pick was uh, Bills, Browns. I'll stand, by, I'll stand by that right now. I, I'm not too impressed by the Bills, um, especially not that first week. Um, but we'll give, them, we'll give them a chance. We'll give them a shot. Um but everything's going off without, you know, without a hitch. Uh, let's get into some motherfucking fight talk. Some scrizzy scraps. Monumental. All right, so we just had a uh, technical difficulty here. Uh, 
quadruple champ came over here, effed up the whole thing, had the reboot, had to do a whole shit, launched this shit again, did almost the entire fight talk right now, and the shit wasn't recording. I finally got it up and recording. I'm exhausted, homies. I literally just did about 30 minutes of fight talk that didn't get, uh, didn't get recorded. So I'm going to try to capture the magic again, homies. This is what I go through for y'all. This is what I go through for y'all. You know, triple champ comes over here. Quadruple champ. Tri- triple champ's the, the, uh, my, my new young lady who's uh, two months old now, by the way. But he comes over here, kicks shit over, pulls shit out, and then has the nerve to start crying when I say, what the fuck are you doing? He cries. He cries. He, he, and, then I, and then I'm distracted, and then this shit doesn't... Listen, I'm back. Listen, I'm back. Fight talk. Let's get back into this shit. UFC 266. Lawler versus Diaz 2. Yes, don't fall for the propaganda. Don't fall for the motherfucking okey-doke. Don't get flim-flammed, horn-swoggled. This is UFC 266, Lawler versus Diaz 2. Fuck that Ortega Vol- uh, Volkanovski shit. It's, that's a cute fight. That's whatever. This is the real fucking main event. This is 17 years in the making. The fuck were you doing in 2004? Huh? Going to Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, Music Trader. All the dope shit was still around in 2004. 17 years ago, these dudes fought. That was a big fight. Listen, if you, uh, if you go back, that was um, Chuck Liddell versus... Uh, T, uh, no, it was Chuck Liddell versus... Yeah, it was Chuck Liddell versus Tito Ortiz won. That was the main event. And these guys were like four or five down on the card. Um, I don't remember if they had prelims and such like that. I think it was just all one big card. But if it would be the equivalent of them opening up the main card because they were like four or five from the top. Um, and this was like a highly anticipated fight back in the day. Robbie Lawler was like a, a fucking killer. He was 9-1. and one. He had already fought a, f- a few times in the UFC. He was like a young cat. He was like 21 or he was early 20s. And he was knocking out grown-ass men. Uh, yeah, he was like 21, knocking out grown-ass men left and right. He was just a fucking hyena out there just fucking tearing open their rib cages and shit, uh, uh, just leaving fucking vultures and shit behind, eating their fucking corpses and shit. He was killing motherfuckers. Everybody thought he was going to knock Nick Diaz the fuck out. Uh, everybody thought that. They were backstage before the fight. They interviewed Nick Diaz, and, and, and they were basically saying, everybody's saying you're going to get knocked out. What's going to happen? And Nick said, I'm going to surprise. He basically did the, the I'm not surprised motherfucker beforehand. He's like, I'm going to, uh, uh, you know, I might knock him out. I might fuck around and get a triple-double. I might fuck around and knock this motherfucker out. And so he goes out there, and, he, and, and, and they get into a, a crazy fucking scrap. Um... It was just a master class of range by Nick Diaz uh, that night. Um, he, kept, uh, he kept threatening um, Robbie Lawler with the check right hook. Every time Robbie Lawler came forward, he would hit him with that check right hook. He was, boss- he was uh, Stockton slapping him with that right check. Right, uh, what you would call that? Check Stockton slap. He was doing that, and then he was hitting him with that long left hand. Listen, um, man, I just, I just did this whole fucking thing. Here I go again. Uh, he caught him with a nasty one-two in the first round that hurt Robbie Lawler. If you go back, that's almost identical to the one that Nick Diaz uh, hit on, uh, landed on uh, Conor McGregor that led to uh, Nick choking him out that first time. It was a very similar one-two that stunned Robbie Lawler. Um, 
crazy fight. Second round starts. Finally, uh, Nick Diaz finally times the right hand just perfectly as Robbie Lawler's coming in. He just barely tips him on the on the tip of the jaw. That's all you gotta do. You just gotta turn the head. When, when they're not expecting, just turn the head, and that's what he did. He, I mean, when you go down face first, that means you went out on your shield. And and Robbie Lawler went out on his shield face first. When you go out on your back, it means you went out running away like a coward. And when you stand there doing nothing, that means you you, you end up with a, a Jake Paul. I love Jake Paul tattoo. Just standing there doing nothing. Uh, that's how you end up. You end up with a I love Jake Paul tattoo begging for a fucking rematch. Uh, one minute after you just fought him. Uh, lest I digress. The big question here is, uh, wh- what version of either one of these fucking guys are we going to see? We haven't seen Nick Diaz fight uh, since 2015. I guess a lot of this had to do with the, that weed suspension. He had like a five-year weed suspension. And recently they finally stopped testing for weed or stop, finally stopped you know, suspending people for weed. I think within the last year or a few months. Um, so maybe that had a big deal uh, you know, with him not fighting. I thought he got out of that, but I guess not. I don't know what the fuck happened. But his last fight was in 2015. He fought Anderson Silva, and that fight was a fucking end of an era because that was the last time that we saw Nick Diaz, and it was the last time we saw vintage Anderson Silva because after that fight, Anderson Silva went, went downward, way downward. That was the last time we saw killer uh, Anderson Silva. He showed a lot of respect to Nick Diaz in that fight. Um, he just kind of, you know, kind of, you know, picked him apart from the outside all night. Um, kind of played it safe, safe against Nick, but Nick, Nick didn't look great that night. He had a hard time getting inside on, on, on Anderson's long range. Um, hand speed didn't look great. He's never had the greatest hand speed, but listen, the vintage, I remember seeing him, uh, live at, um, fall, fight Paul Daly, um, at the sports arena in San Diego. I think it was for Bellator. Was it Strike? It was either Strike Force or Bellator. I can't remember. I worked across the street. I got off work, and the, and it was going on. Like I literally was walking out to my car, and the and the and the little stadium was right across the street from where I was parked. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go watch this shit." I remember it was three title fights. It was uh, like Shinya Aoki fought somebody, and then Gilbert Melendez fought somebody, and then it was Nick Diaz versus Paul Daly. So I got there just in time to watch the three title fights, and they all ended in, in like the first round. So I was only there for like an hour. But I got to see three title fights, and this you know this uh, Diaz versus Daly ended in the first round. But Diaz was in all kinds of trouble. Everybody in that bitch sold out was just cheering for Diaz and the Diaz brothers. Man, Nick was down there in his corner, uh, but uh, Nick got put down. Uh, Nate was down there in his corner. Uh, Nick got put down twice in that in that first round. He went face first at times, but every time he got up. Both the times he got knocked down, he got up and just started working Paul Daly's body. It, it was weird because Paul Daly, he gassed out real quick, probably from the body shots, but he also looked just panicked the whole time, trying to finish, frantic, trying to finish Diaz both times. He was like over swinging and missing instead of just taking his time and putting some cl- uh, clean shots to finish him. He, he just, he panicked. It was weird. But Nick Diaz got back to his feet and started just going to body. That was his thing, man. He, he, he shoeshined your motherfucking body. Kind of like, remember, uh, De La Hoya tried to do against uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Remember, he tried to steal the fight by shoeshining the body. That You know, rapid punching the body to try to steal points, and that shit didn't work, and he tried to act like he won. Um, that's kind of what Nick does, but Nick throws bombs. He throws power shots to the body. He actually does damage. Not that pity pat little fucking uh, Oscar De La Hoya fucking... Uh, I got COVID pulling out the fight ass motherfucking shit. Um, 
He he goes to your body, hits you in the liver, hits you in the sternum, them sternum shot. I mean, he, and then he comes back to the head. He 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 doesn't. Nick Diaz doesn't have power. He has, uh, and neither does Nate. They have volume. They overwhelm you with volume on the feet, and 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 that's that's how Nick you know finishes a lot of people. He finished uh, the smaller Shamrock, uh, uh, Frank Shamrock. He finished Shamrock that way. I think that was in strike force, pounding on his body, and then coming back to the head. He did the same thing against B.J. Penn. That was his last win. 2000, 2011 or some shit. He hasn't won a fight in a long effing time since he fought. Since, yeah, 2011, BJ Penn. That's the last time Nick Diaz won a fight. Um, so this is crazy. Robbie Lawler, you know, he's been, he's been in wars. He's looked like a, a, a fucking, you know, Coachella fucking hologram, fucking hollow-ass version of himself the last few times he's been in the cage. I mean, he's lost four in a row, I think, in like five out of the last six that Askren wasn't an L. I mean, you slam. That was the most ass whooping ever delivered inside of a minute in the octagon I've ever seen. He slammed Askren on his fucking head. Remember that was Askren's debut. Slammed him on his head and just beat the donkey shit out of him. Uh, but you know, Askren eight was able to get a hold of him in that bulldog choke. And I, I still don't. I don't know. I don't know why. I thought he was giving him the, Herb Dean the thumbs up. Herb Dean thought he was tapping or some shit. It did look for, like a, for a second like it was arm went out, but he clearly wasn't out. So. Um, that was a fight that he got robbed on. So he would have won that fight. There's no doubt about that. If you looked at, at fucking uh, Ben Askren, that was the beginning of the end for him because his face was, was like he fucking went face first into a, a fucking IED. Uh, he, he, his shit was blown the fuck up, shrapnel and shit, teeth sticking sideways. He looked fucked up. Um, so that was a, that was a big... Uh, that would have been a dub for Robbie Lawler. But, you know, against uh, uh, Neil Magny, he fought him uh, his, his most recent fight. That was <sighs> Robbie Lawler just standing there. It started against Woodley. He came out in that in that first round and just, like, went backwards and was just timid, timid and, and, and didn't throw nothing and just got blasted with a right hand. Ro- uh, Woodley knocked out Robbie Lawler but couldn't knock out fucking Jake Paul. That's that's some shit. That's, that, that shit, that's some, some fucking... Make your brain hurt shit right there. Brain freeze shit. Uh, but I, I, I don't know what to expect from either one of these guys. I think that one thing you do know is that, you know, they moving this to 185 uh, uh, just a couple days out from the fight. And, and Diaz Camp wanted that. And that I don't know. That's not a good sign. If he's having trouble making weight, you know he's in shape. He's, he's always doing triathlons. He's, he does like three or four a year. You know he's in shape, but I'm wondering what's going on with the weight. But um, he's got the output, and he's always going to go forward. He's going to be the one that's going to go forward. So in these close rounds, especially if Robbie Lawler's not going to come out with any kind of output, that plays into Nate Diaz stealing those rounds. And this is a five-round fight, a non-main event, non-title fight, five-round fight. So this, I think this is only the second time they've done something like this. Um, so... This is going to be, I, I don't know. I don't even know who that favors. I, I, you know, Lawler's go can go five hard rounds. We, we've seen it. The greatest title fight of all time, him versus Rory McDonald the second time. Uh, you know Nate can, so uh, Nick can, so Nate too. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to, uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Nick Diaz. I'm going to take him, and I'm going to take him on a, a decision. Uh, and that's the fucking main event. Um, then we got Volkanovski versus, um, uh, the, the faux main event, Volkanovski versus Brian Ortega. This is a cool fight. Yo, simmer down, dude. Um, 
This motherfucker. You, you already made me lose 30 minutes of gold, homie. Go down the fucking toilet. Gonskis. He don't care. Um, Brian Ortega, basically, I mean, he's, he's one fight removed from a complete and utter ass whooping against Max Holloway. Uh, he won one fight against the Korean Zombie last December. Um, and now he's back at a title shot. I, I don't know about that. Um, he definitely did. He, he looked much improved. You know, he was re- relying on that leaky ass Philly shell against uh, Max Holloway and in other fights, and he was taking a lot of damage. He fought more traditionally against Rob, uh, against the zombie, and um, he landed some serious spinning back elbows that he was timing um, off of uh, uh, Zombie's uh, lead hand off of the jab. Uh, Ortega, if I had to pick one to finish the fight, if you said this fight ended in a finish, it would be Brian Ortega. He can finish you with a submission. He likes to get you in that clinch and snatch your head down and go for guillotine. He can pull a guillotine. He can, he'll pull guard from standing into the guillotine, and if he doesn't get it, it doesn't matter because he knows he can get back to his feet. He can threaten you with subs. He can scramble. He can do whatever he wants. Um, but he likes to, he can snatch your head down like he did against Cub Swanson. Snatch the head down in the clinch and, and attack you with guillotines. Even if those don't land, they, they still fuck with you because you, those hurt. The blade of the, uh, the forearm across your throat, crushing your throat, uh, and you keep having to dig out of those, that takes a lot out of you. So, I mean, it, it, I, I expect him, I want him to come out and, and look for the clinch, look to the trips, look to use his wrestling, try to get this. You know, he doesn't really have great traditional, you know, double legs, single legs. Uh, chain wrestling to get the fight to the ground. He needs to clinch and kind of tie you up and trip you. Um, use the guillotine to try to get you down. You can use the guillotine to defend takedowns. You can use the guillotine as almost like a head do- headlock to you know snatch down uh, to get to the top position. You you can use it so many different ways. You can use it from the bottom to to get back to, the, to your, your feet. Um, so in his hands, I mean, I think uh, you know he he's got great time. He he had the he had the zombie hurt multiple times, but that big spinning back elbow counter that he threw in the third round uh, w- was nasty. Uh, the zombie after the fight said he wasn't the same after that. After that elbow, he didn't even know what the fuck was going on, and it looked like that. He looked like he was a, a fucking zombie, an actual an actual fucking zombie. His fucking not, name turned like ironic on him in the middle of the goddamn fight. Uh, but Alexander Volkanovsky, he's a, he's a point fighter. He, he's if you were at Baskin Robbins, he'd be the fucking he'd be the fucking tub of, of vanilla ice cream with one little scoop taken out of it. Amongst all the other bomb ass flavors, he's that homie out in the corner. He he's the fucking Kevin Callister of all the fucking uh, uh, the fucking forgotten child of all the uh, UFC cha- all of all the UFC champions. Man, is Alexander Volkanovsky because there's nothing. He's like uh, he's like Ross lingerie lingerie at at Ross. Uh, uh, nothing, uh, not too sexy, but still gets the job done. That, that's, that's Alexander Volkanovsky, Ross Lingerie. Um, nothing sexy, but gets the motherfucking job done. He's a point fighter. He's got, you know, inside, outside low kicks to set up hands, short little combinations, not a whole lot of power, uh, just a point kickboxer. He knows how to, he knows how to control pace and he knows how to outwork the opponent. That's how he beat Max. I, I, I still think Max won the second fight, uh, but that third round is the, is the round in contention because it was clearly rounds four and five. It was, it was surprising that Max Holloway lost rounds four and five because usually that's where he's, even if he's behind in a fight, that's where he's going to win those, those rounds. So it was surprising that Alexander, Alexander Volkanovsky was just able to outwork him 
in those last two rounds. And, and the third round is a complete toss-up. That could be like a 10-10 round. You could have legitimately had a draw in this fight, and I would have been fine with it. But I, I gave it – I've seen the fight a couple times now, and I still give it the, the slight edge. I think Max was getting the better of it early in the rounds, and he landed the, 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 the more damaging shots, I would say. But it was a very close fight. People who think it's a robbery, it wasn't a robbery. It was a close fight. Go back to round three. That was that was the the tie turner. Um, but I just I think Alexander Volkanovsky. He he you know he got hurt against Max Holloway by the uppercut, by the counter uppercut because he likes to he, he likes to put his head down and throw hooks and and and, and little overhands. And when you put your hand your head down like that, that's right in there. You know Max was seeing that and landed. That. I think he put him down twice with that with that uppercut. Um, that uppercut counter. But other than that, Alexander Volkanovsky is a, a very uh, defensively responsible fighter. It's hard to break his defenses and land really heavy shots against him. Um, you know, so, but I think he just can outwork. Brian Ortega doesn't have a high output. He's a one-punch striker. He doesn't throw very many combinations. There's a lot of dead air in between his, his, his exchanges. Alexander should be able to steal close rounds. So the only way Brian Ortega is going to win rounds is if he scores a knockdown in those rounds, really. Or if he finishes him, and I think he could. I think the best chance of the finish is Ortega, but Alexander Volkanovsky. I think this is a, a, a pick em fight. They got uh, Volkanovsky as a minus 170, Ortega as the plus 150. I'll take Alexander Volkanovsky ver, uh, via decision. Al, uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy. This is a laugher. This is Valentina Shevchenko. I'll say TKO round two, but more likely round one. Uh, Lauren Murphy, she's she's boxy square. She's got she's got sharp edges on her, uh, very uh, stiff, uh, like like a like a fucking nut rag, just stiff. You know what I mean? Uh, fucking iron on that motherfucker. Uh, she's just not she's not a great fighter. She's a tough ass fighter, and she wins a lot of fights because she's tough. She goes forward. She just keeps pumping her uh, hands left, right, left, right. And she wins fights, but she's she's gonna get smoked. She's gonna get smoked. That's all there is to say about that. I'll take TKO round two just to show a little bit of respect to Lauren Murphy, uh, Valentina Shevchenko TKO round two. Uh, Curtis Blades versus Jairzinho Rosenstrike. Who the fuck knows what's gonna happen? Jairzinho Rosenstrike could sit there for 14 and a half minutes, and then in the last 13 seconds knock out Curtis Blades. That's 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 very very possible. And Curtis Blades can go out there and just take Rosenstrike down over and over again, or take him down and just hold him down for 15 minutes and win a decision. I'll take that route. But at minus two, uh, at plus 250 for Rosenstrike. You got to drop something on that. You got to drop a, 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 a fucking five on him, a Lincoln, a, a, a fucking Hamilton. You got to drop something on this motherfucker, a, a, a fucking Andy Jack, something. You got to drop something on Jairzinho Rosenstrike because this motherfucker got that dim mock touch of death. This motherfucker just touches you. His problem is he doesn't do anything for the whole fight. You got to put, like, fucking spikes on top of his head so pigeons don't shit on him, land on him, and shit on the top of his head. He, oh, oh, Jebediah Springfield statue-ass motherfucker out there. You know what I'm talking about? Curtis Blades, um, this dude... He he's like the the little fucking crocodile hunter uh, uh, of you know he's prying out he's prying fucking uh, L's out the jaws of fucking dubs every chance he gets um, like he did in this last fight against Derek Lewis was dominating that shit and just just prod, pried the fucking uh, uh, L out the jaws of a dub. But I'll take him. I think he gets the takedowns if he's smart. He won't telegraph his takedowns or he's gonna get uppercutted to a fucking Bolivian. Uh, he, he got caught doing a lazy ass takedown, bending over at the waist, telegraphing it, 
And if you go back against his fight in Derek Lewis's most recent bout, Derek Lewis right before that was looking for that. And he still bent down right into it. So if he if he actually changes levels and doesn't get lazy with his takedowns, Curtis Blaze should win this fight from the top position. But I, I don't I don't got any that's a big uh plus two fifty. That's that's a fucking gift right there. Jessica Andrade's gonna beat the dog shit out of Cynthia, Cynthia Calvillo. I'm super stoned. I got a lot of cotton mouths right now right now, motherfucker. So I'm like stuttering Stanley over here. Um give me Andrade, TKO round three. Marlon Marais versus Marav Vashvili. Whoa, Marlon Marais coming in as a plus 210 dog. That's a ton of, ton of value on him as a dog. This dude's striking is crazy. I mean, if he comes out, he could, he could sleep uh, Marav with the quickness. If he's going to get Marav, he's going to get him early. Marav Vashvili, if you've never seen this guy fight, this guy is, is cardio weaponized. This is this nobody. Clay Guida in his prime, maybe. Pushing a pace as strong as as Marab Vashvili. Like early, early Diego Sanchez type shit. Like this dude, he set a record with 12 takedowns. And then his very next fight broke that with 13 takedowns. This dude, you know, the problem is, you know, he's not good at holding people down. That's why he's able to get so many takedowns. But he's getting people to the ground. He's just, act, you know, just nonstop action. Just nonstop moving, throwing bombs, head down, throwing wild haymakers. Um... I think he can control this fight. You know, I, minus 260 favorite, I don't know about all that. I put him at the plus 150, plus 130 range, you know, tops, minus, uh, you know, or minus, sorry, minus 130 range, minus 140, 150 range maybe, but minus 260, that's crazy. Plus 210 for Marlon Marais. Listen, he's he's got a fucking Tesla gas tank. He don't got one. Uh, this motherfucker's going to gas out, and, and that's why so much value on Marab Balashvili. But Marab doesn't finish fights. Um, Mar- Marlon Marais, man, I mean, at plus 210. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a little fucking uh, uh, a little Hamilton on Marais, and I'm going to drop a little Hamilton on my man jo- uh, uh, Rosenstreak. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, but I'm going to pick Marab to win. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the win-win right here. I'm going to pick Marab to win via de- decision. I'm going to bet on Marlon Marais. That's the win-win right there. Dan Hooker versus Nazrak uh, Hackparast. This is a dope little fight. Um, I, listen, Dan, Dan's a motherfucker. He's, he's one fight removed from, from going toe-to-toe with Dustin Poirier. It went down to that fifth round, and it was close. Uh, he was... He was that that was his best showing, uh, and he you know he came out and, and and looked like a shell of himself against uh, uh, Chandler in his last bout. Never even got going. But Nazrak Haparast, he he's a good fighter. He's a little mini Gastelum. He looks exactly like Kevin Gastelum. Big left hand. They're both southpaws. Big left hand doesn't really put strikes together too much. He's a tough fighter, man. He's he's a real plus, uh, tough fighter at plus one fifty five, man. That, that that's another good look for a dog. Um, but I'm gonna go Dan Hooker. I think uh, you know could he finish him? Maybe a late finish, but I'm, I'm gonna go decision. Dan Hooker. Shamil Abdurrahimov versus Chris Dawkins. Give me Chris Dawkins via TKO. Let, I'm gonna say for one, t- Chris Dawkins has to go to the second round. But this dude Shamil is a motherfucker. He throws huge, heavy punches. You know, he's got good. His 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 last name ends in OV, so you know he can wrestle. Um, but he just telegraphs his right hand over and over and over again. Chris Dawkins got deceptively good striking, real crisp boxing, real fast hands, deceptively fast hands. People sleep on his hand speed, and that's when they end up face down. Roxanne Modafferi. 
uh, Tala uh, Santos. Give me Tala Santos, Taylor Santos, but at plus 310, Rox- Roxanne Modafferi. If you look at her like, last 15 fights or some shit, she's alternated wins and losses. Like, literally, wins one, loses one. Wins one, loses one. She lost her last fight. She's sitting at plus 310. I don't know. Is the world, is the universe trying to tell us something that she's going to win this fight? Possibly. I might, drive a little, I might drop a little five spot on Roxanne Martiferi right now. I might, I might just do that because Roxanne, when, she has a way of pulling out fights. Uh, that you don't think she can win. And then other times she just gets smoked like you expect her to. It's weird. Euros, Euros Medic, Medic, Metich versus Jalen Turner. This is probably your banger of the night. Uh, Hack Prass versus Hooker, and then this one on the undercards. These are the two you can't miss. Uh, I don't know who wins this one. Uh, Medic is coming off of the uh, his debut. He came off of the, uh, the Contender Series. Um, had to make sure to save that shit. Um, coming off the contender series, this dude finishes fights. Fin- he finishes the last several fights. I don't think he's ever been out of the first round. I think he's finished seven in a row or some shit like that. Jalen Turner's a long, long striker. Um, very tough fighter. He fought Vincente Luque. It might have been his last fight. Um, I know he was holding his own until his second round. He got clipped with a hook, uh, Luque hook. You know how that ends. Um, but Jalen Turner is a deceptively good striker. I think this is a great fight. Uh, I'm going to take Medic just because, you know, he's, he's wild. He's like, this motherfucker howls at the motherfucking moon. He's off the leash shitting on lawns. He goes forward. He hasn't had the greatest technique. He's a kickboxer. He hasn't had the greatest technique. He just wings shit, though, willy-nilly. I think he just can catch Jalen Turner. But, you know, Jalen Turner, God, Euros Medic, he's he, he defensively irresponsible-ass motherfucker. Irresponsible-ass motherfucker. Um, I, you know, Turner definitely has a shot, but I'm, I'm gonna go Medich. I'll go TKO round two. Cody Brundage, never heard of her, uh, him, so, <laughs> uh, versus Nick Maximoff. Nick Maximoff is coming out of, uh, Nate Diaz's, uh, the, out of Nick and Nate's, uh, camp. Uh, they, they're high on this guy. I've seen one of his fights. Um, this is his debut in the UFC. Um, heavy top game, wrestler, ends up on top, likes to hold you on top, you know. I'll take him. I've never heard of Cody Brundage. Uh, Nick Maximoff was supposed to fight somebody else, but this is a late replacement. So uh, take Maximoff, take him for, a, let's say, a rear naked choke round two. Matthew Semmelsberger versus Ma- uh, Martin Sano. Don't know a whole lot about Martin Sano. He's making a, a debut. I saw, like, one of his fights. Wasn't overly impressed. Matthew uh, Semmelsberger. He's got crispy uh, boxing, good wrestling. I'd like to see him use his wrestling a lot more. Um, but he's got good hands. I'll take him. Uh, he's a huge favorite at minus 475. I, I don't know about that. I don't know what that's saying about Martin Sano. But I'll, I'll take Matthew Semmelsberger. I'll say TKO round two. Johnson Pierce versus Omar Morales. This is a banger. This is a sick fight, fight to open the card with. Jonathan Pierce, is, he's a lot like Nate Manis. He's a Nate Manis type dude. Hang around, hang around. Omar uh, Morales is a, a heavy kickboxer, heavy hands, heavy kicks. Fought uh, Giga Chikatse. I think it was Giga Chikatse's uh, uh, debut in the UFC. It might have been against Omar Morales, and they fought. He he held his own. He he got he lost. He got he he definitely lost, but he held his own and he made it to the final bell. So he fought him to a competitive decision. He fought Giga Chikatse to a competitive decision. He's coming off of two wins, I think, back to back since then. Um, I just, I'd like to see what worries me in this fight for Omar, output. Not enough output, he, he, and, he, and he kind of tails off late in fights. Uh, Jonathan Pierce, is a, you know, he's not the, you know, his striking is good. You know, he fought um, Kai. Kai, his last name was Kai. I can't forget. His, uh, I can't remember. But um, it, it was a good fight, and I, um, 
I'd say Jonathan Pierce, you know, he's got good wrestling. If he ends up on top, he has really good uh, underrated grappling. He can win this for takedowns. I can see him trying to take uh, Omar down, but Omar's got good takedown defense. Uh, Omar Morales got good take. This, this is an interesting fight. I'm going to take, um, oh, yeah, who, who, who did he fight? Uh, Kai Kamaka. That's who Pierce fought in his last fight. And Kai Kamaka is a tough dude. And he finished uh, Kai Kamaka in the second round. Uh, kept taking him down, ended up top, on top, beating him up from the top position. Um, TKO'd him. Uh, so I'm, 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 t- I'm torn on this. I'll go Omar, Omar Morales. I'll go decision on that shit. So there you have it, homies. There you have it. All of week two, golden picks are in. Entire UFC, 266, top to bottom. All the picks are in. We rolling. Um, I'm, I'm exhausted. I've basically been doing this shit for two hours, and I'm only getting credit for, for 50 minutes worth of work here. You know what I mean? Um, this, this is like working under minimum wage now. You see, you see what's going on here? And this is, this is, is, is exploitative labor at this point. Um, trying to think there, uh, what else I wanted to fucking get at you motherfuckers about, um, D-Boy's in your mouth, you know about that shit, uh, let me just flip through my notes, I always take little notes, I got, uh, I use this, the, the, the number one app I use, the two most used apps that I use on myself, um, on my Apple, my, my iPhone, uh, voice memos and, and, and the notes, I'm taking notes. I'm talking to myself all day long, trying to remember what to talk about, this, that, and the other thing. I figured, you know, uh, NFL and 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 and, and the uh, fights would take most of uh most of the cast up. Listen, I'm gonna come back with some shit. Um, I'll probably be on next week. I'm gonna try to get back on next week. Um, I'll probably bring uh uh the homie uh Michael Bautista. Back on the show. We got a lot of shit to get at. We we haven't done any bro uh, bro politics in a while. I've kept I've kept it politics free uh, for several several casts now. I'm I'm gonna get into a little bit shit. I'll I'll give you guys a spoiler warning if you want to bounce out. But uh, you know he's also going. He's a, a Rams uh, season ticket holder. He's going to SoFi this weekend to see the Bucks game. So we got to get up on that. Uh, everybody's uh, uh, bungee jumping off of the fucking Rams nuts right now. Talking about they're gonna beat the the Bucks and and they're they're going to the Super Bowl and all this because of Matthew Stafford. Um, listen, they got a solid squad. Uh, they still they still paying rent to us though. Uh, D Boy still owns SoFi. It don't fucking matter. Uh, we were throwing my fucking uh, Rams fan. Yo, simmer down, son. Throwing Rams. He's playing with with Moody over here. They're over here wrestling and shit. Um, go for that darts I showed you. Um, but you know, we were out there throwing fucking Rams fans into the fountains outside out the fr- in the front of SoFi. I mean, it, it, you know, we had, we had Charger fans weeks before that duffing these Rams fans out in their own pad. It, it, it's been jazzy jeffing them out the fucking door. You know what I'm talking about? They've been getting embarrassed. So they, they need a little something to, to, to fucking hang on to. Their fucking Lakers are like uh, a fucking life alert commercial now. These motherfuckers out here fucking help me. I can't get up. They got that little fucking uh, panic button on a uh, uh, necklace around there. They, they start getting chest pains. They hitting the button. That's the the fucking Lakers. They out here on some fucking some fucking old ass dusty ass golden girls ass squad out here. They bring it out here. Talk about we gonna win the fucking title. 
<laughs> you fucking these motherfuckers are howling at the goddamn moon out here in LA. They mandating everything. They fucking talking Lakers. These motherfuckers coming out here in fucking retirement home shit. They out here fucking quarantining in in, in the fucking uh, uh, retirement home. Get the fuck out of here. We winning shit. Y'all ain't getting out of the first round again. Well, fuck out of here. Out here, nobody wins with Russell Westbrook, homie. Nobody wins with Russell Westbrook, and you ain't gonna do it. Um, but he, you know, so we're going to bring Bautista out here. He, he's out there in L.A. living this fucking bullshit nightmare that is, uh, you know, uh, California right now, which is a lot of the world. But we'll get into everything that's going on back uh, then. Uh, this is the Whiskey City. We're on episode 141. We ain't counting the, uh, you didn't check out the pep rally episode I did uh, hours before uh, kickoff against the Buccaneers uh, week one. Uh, go get on that. We'll, we'll be doing those throughout the throughout the year. So far, so good with the Cowboys. Uh, you know, Dak didn't skip a beat. I mean, this motherfucker didn't play for an entire year. Came out here right off the bat. First, first play, throwing dimes down the field. He tore shit up. He outplayed Brady. Now, I say outplayed. Brady had a fucking dope game, too, but... If you had to give the edge, I was giving the edge to, to, to Dak. I mean, he went 403 yards. Now, Dak got outplayed last weekend by, by Sherbert. Sherbert had a good game. He just made two critical er- three critical errors. Now, you could say that that fucking sack wasn't a sack, whatever. What was this motherfucker ass doing? He thought he was playing Tecmo Bowl, just hitting backwards until he sees that arrow at the top of the screen and hits A or B and just throws a bomb down the field. You know what I'm talking about when you play Tecmo Super Bowl and you just keep hitting the back button to get away from the rush? That's what this motherfucker was doing on that play. He was just running backwards. Like, he had all day to throw that, that ball away. Uh, Michael Parsons, a defensive rookie of the year, easy. This dude's a fucking beast. He was the steal of the entire draft, like I told y'all. Everybody was mad we didn't get that cornerback before. Um, I said I wanted Parsons if it came down to that. I'm looking good. They put in this dude. We lose Randy Gregory. We lose. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back this week, though. Um, we lost um, uh, D-Law. We lost him to a foot injury. Broke his foot, so he's out for half the season. We had we, So we're losing our two biggest dudes on the offensive line last week. We didn't have him. We lost Leo Collins for five weeks. We didn't have him, our second-best lineman on the offensive line. But this dude, Michael Parsons, they're lining him up. Defensive end, he's playing linebacker. They got him all over the field, man, and it looked good. He was out there dominating. So, so far, so good, motherfuckers. Uh, listen, episode 141, uh, go check out the pep rally. Uh, I'm sure I was howling at the moon, wilding. Um, and, and, and we'll be back hopefully next week or the week after. We'll, we'll, we'll hit you with some fucking realness, some realness for that. So, but until then, as you can hear, the quadruple champ out here fucking uh, uh, playing bounce around on the, on the couch with, with Moody Hank uh, for the for the quadruple champ for Moody Hank the German Shepherd the WSP German Shepherd uh, extraordinaire Seth Gecko aka Moody motherfucking Hank and I'm out motherfuckers. If you like, we can fuck the night away. But if you like the time of day. Fuck out of here. My plans are to stand you up. Take a minute, it's a hint, it's a spring. My hands just ran you up. Then down, rimmed out, I rebound you. I plead out, see, now we found two bucks. We can go and get one. Swing the going against hard like me. Bald like three times in day. Grind me, I'll fade and bounce right back. Sounds like that shit's got me a name. Swap me, I'll trade. I'm up, you're down. Time's up, no sound. My luck, we're bound. At the hip, you can dip, you can bend in two. Move with the thump and the ride. Then move my junk to the side. And across the street, then back to the curb. Imagine nerve, backseat emergency. 
first, then we go again. See, so then we going in to the ends in sight. Pens in my right hand, your heart's in the left. Gave you the upper hand, get me off. Saved you rough and tie it off. Might try to stall, see it's all on the wrist. Inject, take a hit, instead take a hit. It's a mess inside, I ain't coming in. Side you tried to lie to you, then pulled out the garage, then down the street. Pulled by the facade, we're bound to meet. A glance is a chance of a round on me. Count on me, lost count on three. Fake one, shake some ass on me. Caution, wet floor, that's on me. Hands strip dried, can't stand this fine. Sit tight, hands zip tied. You can't have this time. Back and stab me, have me. Any way you like, play you right. Say I might just take your sight, but you ain't blind. Read my lips, you if it get like. We can fuck the night away, but if you like the time of day, you should find some other way to make me come around your way. But I won't stay for very long, I'm on my way. To find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late. To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer. I can't refuse my hands up yours. Are I bounce, you bounce, you dip. I'm there, your hips, your hair can't decide what to hang on to. Let's go for broke, put the shame on you. If you like, we can fuck the night away. We can fuck the night away, and you should come around my way. Around my way, around my way. But if you like, then we should fuck the night away. on the yellow cab, 30 on dash, in the fast lane, pull up with the gas tank, empty flex, and I'll push this whip. With the e-brake on, looks like we're grinding, wilding, rolled up right beside them, ask for a lift, scratch that shit, backstroke it is, now I'm jumping in, it's time something is gonna give, what it is, what it do, touch it, find out, fuck it, time out, last one left, what's left, couldn't last, so at last I left, pass on the left, watch the left turn yield, bitch, that ain't no arrow, there goes time, but we ran out before it could, now bring that back, now leave, go back, those jeans show tracks, got fiends, no doubt. Got me showing out my pains One dance, let me rub on you Not chance, gonna run on two Save three, gonna need if you're the one Fuck with a six till I'm past an eight Punked with a bitch, right back to a six Under the lights, my second thought match my first Go ahead, back it up, hit it first you like, we can fuck the night away But if you like the time of day You should find some other way To make me come around your way But I won't stay for very long I'm on my way to find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer I can't refuse, my hands up yours are I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there Your hips, your hair can't decide what to hang on to Let's go for broke, put the shame on you Now that I stood you up, just lean on the wall Don't you fall again, you sweet, not a freak I called all in, you squeezing those jeans Your palm, I'm in, now stroke like your heart just stopped And blow like your yard just caught Fire, I admire how you work that thing But you're now unemployed, let me feel if that void like we can fuck the night away, but if you like the time of day, you should find some other way to make me come around your way. But I won't stay for very long, I'm on my way. To find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late. To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer. I can't refuse, my hands up yours are I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there. Your hips, your hair can't decide what to hang on to. Let's go for broke, put the shame on you.